York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Yep, what's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Time Show. Here, give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time once again to talk about a Knicks loss. The Knicks lose to the Utah Jazz 108-93 to despite a comeback in the fourth quarter led by the children. All right? <laughs> R.J. Barrett gives you 24.7 rebounds, three assists. Evan Fournier chips in with 17 points and two steals. It's inching closer and closer to that John Starks three-point shooting record. Quickly chips in with 16 points and four assists, but the Knicks cannot overcome the rebounding effort from these Utah Jazz, and they also can't find a way to stop Clarkson and, you know, the all-stop point guard which the Knicks have their eye on, and they lose ultimately with, um, despite the comeback, 108-93, to and we are going to talk about it all. Um, but before we talk about it, please hit the like button button and please can i introduce my guys uh first of all it's my man from the youtube channel across the street it's uh i call him the raw metaphor it's the raw hebrew remnant what's going on raw what's up my man jay it's my man ryan g good to see y'all again yeah man of course you already know it is uh my man ryan g is in the building all right (laughs) (laughs) yes sir yes sir let's go let's go i'm gonna just start off i was pissed i'm not gonna lie i was pissed and we was joking in the back, and it kind of lightened my mood up. But I was, I was super pissed, and Ryan could attest to that when he signed on. <laughs> I was cursing and everything, and, and I just keep going back to this thing like, why does Thibodeau hate children? <laughs> what is wrong with this kid? He, he preaches defense wins games. We get back into the game. With the children playing defense, we had Grimes in, we had IQ in, we had Sims in, we had Obi in, we had Deuce in, cut the lead to four, things get dicey, and he takes out IQ for Evan Fournier. Bruh. He takes Ah. out Obi for Randall, who has been sucking the entire game. Bruh. I just, I just don't get, I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it like, it, this is what, this is why Knicks Nations are just pissed at Tom Thibodeau. Like, if he does get fired, I know there was, there was rumors saying that he's not getting fired. But if he does get fired, like stuff like this is, it kind of like, I almost feel like you deserve it, bro. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, I don't understand what makes you go back to Randall after Obi's playing great defense. Oh, Randall's playing subpar defense the whole time, and Obi is cooking. Obi misses one three, and he gets subbed out. Yep. He gets one, misses one three. Forget all of the good defense he did before that. Forget the three or four or five and six good plays right before that. He misses one three. Meanwhile, Randall is six for 22. <laughs> <laughs> Whose man says this, man? Like, I, I, I can't. Man. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't. Bro, it's been. I don't even. Bro, what do you have to say about this game, man? I, 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 this is the thing, man. If the Knicks are thirty and forty-one, right? That's seventy-one games. They're thirty and forty-one with eleven games left to play. If they were forty-one and thirty, I would understand. 
because now you would got you went back to a guy who would have been carrying you to wins all season, and you're saying I'm going to ride this star all the way through. But that is not the case right now. You're 30 and 40 at the time. Why do you keep going back to these guys that cannot win you games? You're still losing. So I am past being pissed. I am. I'm just past being pissed. It's like I sit back and say, okay, this is where he starts subbing out the guys that are winning. This is where he puts Randall back in. This is where Randall turns the ball over. This is where they come back. It's like clockwork. So I'm past being pissed. So at this point, I'm just watching. <laughs> I'm just watching. Hey, yo, Raw's right, man, because yeah, I don't see behind the scenes stuff. Usually after the games, I'm like kind of chill, and Raw is just like silent. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes. He's like, he says nothing. He's like, then the game, and then the show rides on, and he starts to open up, and he talks. And da, 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 da. I feel like the day was like the opposite. Raw came in, he was like, "Hi guys!" I, feel, <laughs> I saw, I saw birds chirping behind him. I saw a Disney princess dancing. <laughs> Raw was like, "I am over it." No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not tripping, man. I'm just watching right there. Like, there, okay. Okay, this is where I can predict. Okay, this is where he takes Deuce out. This is where oh, the defense starts to fall. This is where he takes out IQ. This is where he puts in Fournier. This is where we start getting beat. Okay, here it is. No primitive defense. Okay, here we go. Boom, yeah, bang, done. Ryan, Ryan, let, let us know. What, what did you see today, man? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page as Raw, like, I watched the Knicks game. I was pretty much just going through the motions because I see what's going on, and I'm like, well, if this is what's going to happen, this is just typical Thibs. Knicks are going to end up losing this game or whatever the case may be. I think I was more pissed off at the fact that I had to watch that instead of March Madness. That, that's why I was pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> but overall, man, it's like I don't get it. Like, we, like it, it was funny because I was watching the game, and – the Knicks had a timeout. Like, Dips called timeout in the third quarter. It was, and it was like six minutes left in the third. Like, he called around a six-minute mark. And, you know, I'm going through Instagram looking at, you know, different tweets or whatnot. And, you know, the Strickland, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this guy tweets, I bet my house that Dips comes out with the same rotation after the timeout <laughs> when the Knicks was picking it up. And just like clockwork, Dips came out with the same rotation out of the timeout, despite the fact that the starting rotation was getting their break speed off in the third quarter at that time. And at this point, man, it's, it's one of those things where it's, where it's like, I, I really don't know, don't know what else to say because I feel like we've talked about this over and over and over again throughout the whole season. Like, this is just dibs, and, and it just sucks that we're probably going to see this for another season. So, yeah. Now, Ryan, yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, you know, come on, you know the answer, man. It's the answer. Oh. You just got to get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 apparently, the Knicks played 71 games this season. They're 11 games under 500, and yet they still believes that the Knicks have to get better. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't. Like, got, like I'm going to be like, I'm, 41. Like, Come on. Got to develop the bets, man. Got to develop the bets. Got to develop the bets, man. Got to develop the bets. There's still ceiling in Fournier. I know there is. There's still ceiling in Burke as a point guard. He could become an all star. We don't know. He's all NBA. We could be. We could be all NBA next year. So yeah, it's it's, 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 to, it's to a point now where it's like, look, like I think on Tuesday the Knicks play the Hawks, right? Right yeah. now the Knicks are. 
Right now, the Knicks are five games under, five games away from the tenth spot with eleven games remaining. If the Knicks lose to the Hawks on Tuesday and becomes and becomes six games behind, yep. it's over. With ten games left, and Thibs still goes out there with that with those same veterans playing them thirty, forty minutes a game, I'm going to go crazy because I'm gonna be like, what the freaking hell? The Knicks That's have exactly no chance right. now, and he's still gonna play the veterans. Yeah, no. it's it's time. That, that would you know what though? You're right. So that makes Tuesday as far as Tibbs little master plan to try to get in the play in. That makes it like the ultimate must-win game, right? Because yeah, yeah. he loses that one, you lose a whole game. Like that's a whole. Now you're going six games back. Right. Yeah. And then then we have some games against uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who are also battling right. us for that last spot. And that's you already right. know, um, <laughs> what's the name be giving Randall the business? Uh, Mark Berman. Not yes, Mark Berman. <laughs> Mark Berman definitely gives Tibbs the business in the press conference. But but before, during the game. During the game, uh, Bridges Bridges ate Randall's lunch last time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Bridges that's is right. Be a tough it was man against a boy last time. Yeah. That's going to be a rough run. He's not going to be able to play four minutes against him. him. I hate seeing Miles Bridges because I wanted him that year. Me I too. wanted him that year. I, I was see. like, my, okay, I was like, McCall was my second. And I was like, but I want Miles, man. I want Miles first. I wanted Miles too. Oh, look at uh, that. He's on line on that one too. Yeah. Who, 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 I hate, I hate seeing Knox? him because every time I see him, I was like, dang, he could have been a Nick, man. Okay. Shoot. Yo, Kevin Knox. You remember we did, remember we did the Kevin Knox uh, breakdown, Ryan? And everybody was like, y'all too hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what, though? I have learned from watching Knox and watching Neil Aquina, I have learned that a team can ruin a player's development. A That's team could true. do that. You know, That's I'm not because because uh, it, it can happen. You know, so like you mishandle a guy, you could really mess him up. And so the Knicks have done that a couple of times. You know, That's, that yeah. true. that is definitely true. Um, I still think, I still think Kev is an NBA talent. He just got to be developed the right way, man. Well, well, we'll see what happens when he's on the Hawks. We'll have another shot for sure. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to switch gears. Uh, shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KT show. Um, I don't even know if we have callers or not. Who, 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 <laughs> who wants to call after today? I don't know. Unless, unless, unless they think we are a suicide hotline. But um, shout out to everybody. Well, Ryan said you got content for you that's tapping out. Exactly. Yeah, man. Shout out to John. Hold on. Gunshot. <laughs> He's a content creator. He does a podcast called The Big Shot. I actually wanted him on his show. And he 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 put out that, like, the Knicks were he, – he put out that he, he's quitting talking about the Knicks. He's going to concentrate on football. And he, he just felt like he wasn't, he wasn't excited to talk about the Knicks anymore. So he got – Knicks got the content creators um, tapping out. We still here, though, all 82. It don't matter. We still here, rain and shine. But shout out to John Smell. I understand. We're here for the orange and blue, man. Yeah, man. Orange and blue. I understand. I understand, though. I understand. Yeah, but. yeah, for real. And shout out to everybody in chat: Ronnie, Sandy, Winston Ellis, Stanley, Man, uh, Kanaban, Lawyer, uh, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show, and also Jason M. Man, picks with Timmy, man, picks with Timmy's over here, killing us, man, killing it hard, yeah. repping for uh, KOT. All right, I, I want to talk about quickly for a second, man, because okay. quickly, quickly is is finding his stride, man. Quickly, quickly has quickly... overall. You got to say he is. I mean, the, the stats don't lie. He is. Yeah, man. You can, uh, I'm putting the stats up on the thing. February, we were shooting 32% from the field in February. March, he's up to 47% from the field. Gunshots were quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. I can hear Reaper Reaper in my in my mind going, nobody. Reaper, Reaper is one of our, our regular callers. He always goes, 
nobody on the team shoots over 42 percent and that's a problem <laughs> none, of, none of the guards shoot over 42 percent and that's a job problem uh quickly is, is trending man shooting 47 percent from the field in march his three-point percentage has gone up from 27 to 43 percent uh february his he was averaging 7.6 points per game now he's averaging 14.6 and the free throw attempts have gone up tremendously. Uh, he averaged 1.4 attempts in February. Now it's up to 5.2. Uh, quickly, he's been one of the bright spots. Yeah, but, you know, it's a, it's a source of bittersweetness for me because the reason quickly has come on like that to me is because they have been allowing him to play through his mistakes, to play through his error, yep. to play through his slump. And so... That's why I say, like, we could have been good from the beginning if he'd have played some of these young guys and let them do that. I then you'd have had all of them come forward. I'm glad quickly is developing, and he's going to be a good piece for us going forward. But I'm just saying if he'd have gave that rope to all – because we got a good crew of youth. So if he'd have gave that rope to Obi and Deuce and, and everybody, we would have been that much better, you know, instead of willing to yank Obi the minute he trips over his sneaker a little bit, he's out, you know. But Thanks. with quickly – Quickly can shoot 0 for 20. He's going to still get his minutes the next game. And that's good because now you can see he's played his way out of it and he's, and he's improved. But I'm just frustrated because I'm like, that could have been all our young guys. That's a fact. Yeah. That, that's a fact. Anything to add to that, Ryan? I mean, Raw pretty much said it all. It's pretty much said it right there. Um, Quickly has definitely shown improvement as of late. He's definitely showing that um, – his vision has improved. You know, he's actually, you know, making plays and setting up his teammates for easy baskets and things of that nature. And his shooting has picked up and everything. And, you know, like Ross said, you know, there's certain young players that Dibs gives a long leash to. And as you can see, those players improve. Like, he gives quickly a long leash. Quickly has come around later in the season. He gives RJ a long leash. Mm -hmm. RJ began to improve the second half of the season. He gives Mitch a long leash. Mitch has shown, you know, has improved as well. But the players he don't give a long leash to, like, even Grimes, like, he started playing Grimes more, and then Grimes started picking up as well. But, you know, it's like sometimes you have to realize what's most important for the franchise. And if you see that you're struggling – because I understand, I understand building a winning culture. Like you want, you we want to build a winning culture within the organization with the young guys. But at the same time, it's like you have to understand where you are in the standings. And if you see that the team is struggling and the chance of you making the playoffs is going to be slim to none, why not prepare for next season by playing these young guys and get and getting them the experience that they need? Because the only way these young guys are going to improve is if you give them playing time. So why not prepare these guys for next season by playing them extensive minutes and getting them ready instead of, you know, just like, you know, like Ross said, you know, once Obi trips over his shoelace, he's out of the game yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's not it's not only just that, right? It's, 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 he just ignores what's happening on the court, even for the sake of, yeah. okay, yeah, you know what, let's do it for the future. Hell, do it for now. Randall was 6 for yeah. 22 today. He was played the yeah. whole third quarter. He sucked. Obi and that and that mob deep they had in there was doing work, man. Shoot, and I get it. And you know what? The second unit did they they lost the lead in the second quarter. So I'm not gonna say they they played perfectly, right? They lost the lead in the second quarter a little bit, but even that even that lost lead I feel had a lot to do with um, yo, what's the what's the dude's name off off the bench for for uh, 
Oh, Clarkson. 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 Yeah. Clarkson, yeah. yeah. I feel Clarkson, as good as Evan was shooting, Clarkson came in and he got going because Evan Fournier was on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. He yeah, got going because Evan Fournier was on him. And he's really one of them streaky dudes. You let him get hot, you can't stop him. That's it. Exactly. And by the time the second unit came on, it was just like, okay, well, there's no stopping this guy because it's kind of like a, a pebble going downhill and now he's a boulder. That's so right. it was like we couldn't really we couldn't really stop him. So it was like, I don't know, man. I just I just feel like it's not even just a, 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 a development thing for the future. It's it's to, like, it, you could have won more games. You we could have won, won more games if we tried more stuff yep. in general. Yep. And OB today, man, like he didn't have a perfect game. But when he, like I said, the way Rand, the Ray Randall was going in that fourth quarter, in that whole game, and Obi was having a, a impact defensively. He was leaking out for shots, for getting easy baskets. Like I roll, roll the dice with Obi. He was rotating. He was doing everything right on the defensive end. He Obi yeah. was playing a good game, man. He was playing a good game. A couple of times he was open ahead of the break and they didn't catch him. That one time, quick caught him, but. That if you sir, if you remember that the play before that he was open and quick missed him. Yeah. And then and, and you know and then they got him for a three and he missed the three, but he was open, man. He on the back door for a dunk and he was he had his hands waving and of course quick missed him. But I was like, dang, man, see, you keep him out there in that scenario, you keep running him, man. Yeah, you keep running him. He played thirteen minutes and twenty eight seconds today. I was like, I was looking at the time. I was like, wait, this. This this six minutes left. Obi still in the yeah. game. I was starting to get excited. I was like, Obi still in the game. He didn't get pulled. And I was saying, myself, you better not sub these guys out. Don't sub these guys out. Don't sub these guys mm-hmm. out. Then I was like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Same old Knicks. Same old Tibbs. Tibbs be Tibbs. You already know what the deal is over here at the KOT. Oh, yeah. All right. But well, you know what? Let's get some callers in, man. First, first caller up. We got RJ, man. Not to be confused with RJ Barrett, but my man RJ. <laughs> We got four callers. Hey we guys, got a lot of people. How we doing, guys? What's going on, RJ? Hey, man. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much shot it right away. Um, to, to, it, you know, it was quickly who had 16 points. Obi was killing it. And it wasn't even the – like, after the missed three by Obi, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, quickly, you know, threw that fast break for Obi, and he threw it out of the dunk. And then right after that is when they took him out. Yeah. And Randall checks in. He was – Obviously not on. And it's just the same thing. It's like instead of reading in the flow of the game, he's going by some template. And I just – and even like R.J. Barrett, I know he didn't shoot great tonight, but for the, I feel like his shot was on for the majority of the night. But yeah. still, Randall was on the ball. The, the offense was focused on Randall, and R.J. is just relegated to this kickout option for the majority tonight. And it's – you see a lot of the games where he is getting the on-ball reps, but then you'll see games like this where it feels like – Randall's ego takes that hit, and he yeah. wants to be that guy. And Tibbs just gives him free reign. So that's why I worry about next year. Like Ryan G just mentioned before, like how much is really going to change if you know the, the front office keeps allowing Tibbs to run it his way. And um, I, it's it's at this point I'm like I'm not I'm not even shocked, but <laughs> it's so frustrating, man. And I don't know. I just it's like there's no. The, the, there are little – how many games are left? Like 12 maybe? A little more than that maybe? Uh, 11, it's, it's I believe. Over. 11 games left. It's – what's the hurt? You, you know, you're playing your veterans to finish out the year when you're not going to make the playoffs. That doesn't get you anywhere. At least playing your kids is going to get you answers, right? Whether, you know, you have some talent or maybe you have – it's just 
you have a trade asset or something. It's just very frustrating, and I don't know how much longer I can take it. But uh, that's it, guys. I appreciate you taking the call. Have a good rest of the night. Yeah. All right, man. You too, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yo, and, and the first, man, and then, and then Randall has the nerve to try to fight after the end of the game. <laughs> Bro, like, <laughs> bruh. Bro, who's pretty, man is this again, man? He bowled, he bowled, he bowled, what's the name in the face, right? He bowled Gobert in the face, right? And then Gobert was pushing it back, and then he was trying to fight. Like, <laughs> where was the fight during the game? Where was that? that? Was so crazy. Where, oh, this guy. And then what was funny about it was that Gobert wasn't even trying to fight. Gobert was trying to calm him down, like, yo, like, yo, the game's over. Like, relaxed, it is man. what it is. Relax. No, <laughs> and he was still trying to go after him. Man, go back in the locker room and get your meds, man. You're tripping. Dead. Tripping. Like, where was that fight during the game, Randall? Where was that fight when when Evan was trying to hold down the Mitchell by itself and you played that fake defense, ran down, and then it didn't help your boy out when he got the end one. Like, where was the, where was the help then? Like, where was where were you, man? You know what Randall does in situations like that? He'll point at Everson. Man, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad Clyde pointed that out during the game because I was thinking yes, the same thing. Like, it was a two-on-one. Like, there was two of you back there. And you just ran and back and let him go. He could have yeah. easily stopped that shot from coming up. He could have easily did it. He was right there. Yeah, but, I just I just had it with Randall's misplaced anger, man. Like I really you know, had just incons- for a guy that's an eight year vet, he is just too inconsistent, man. I, I, I you're right about that. You you're definitely right about that. Oh hold on, I see <laughs> Shout out to Harlem nine thousand says a four nine nine super chat says if Tibbs can't tell Randall ish when he's making eighteen mil, what do you think is gonna happen when he's making twenty six? We need Randall mm-hmm. out of here ASAP, man. <sighs> I'm like I even. said, it, it might be good yeah. if he was if he was Rudy Gobert's teammate next year. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be fighting. They're just teammates. Oh man! <laughs> if he wanted to be teammates, this was a bad audition game for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! To go from Donovan Mitchell and, and, and Gobert, who who allegedly have problems, and to, to having Randall play with Gobert and Randall was trying to fight homie, like that's gonna be crazy. But that would be great. <laughs> Facts. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I need Randall to take all the days off next season. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately oh, with God. this here, you know he goes, he's, you know he's gonna want his boy Randall here. So I'm not expecting no trade. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had it with his fragile psyche, man. He's but you know, Tim's Tim's with Burks here too, but I think they're gonna trade Burks. Yeah, I think they'll trade. I think Burks is definitely gone. I think they're if they if they're yeah. Any bit of serious about tr- seeing what's going to happen with, with with Cam Reddish, Burks is definitely yeah. gone. And I can see them packaging their first round pick with expiring contracts of Burks and Noel, and uh, you know, and, and trying to get another player. That's I don't know who that would be, but that, that's I can see them doing it. Yeah, because teams want that expiring deal. Yeah, and they will have two. They will have two in Burks. Yeah, and <laughs> and Noel. Yeah, and what you would want, you want those cats on a, on a, a contract year, you know what I mean? Because then all of a sudden, well, play eighty two games. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Ex- exactly. So you, you just don't know, man. Like, oh man, like you don't know if that move is gonna happen. It might happen in the summer, but definitely by trade deadline, I'll be shocked if those guys are still here. Shocked. Oh, they won't be here. Yeah, they won't be yeah. here. But yeah. I, I think it'll be going. To, I think it might be a draft night trade or definitely in a free agency situation. Yeah. You'll see, you'll yeah. see them gone. And Ian Goodridge saying nobody's going to want them. Um, 
by Bearman Rule next year, next year, uh, next next season by trade deadline next season, bare minimum they'll be gone because everybody's gonna want the both of them will be expiring contracts. So yeah. everybody wants expiring contracts at deadline. Yeah, everybody wants an expiring deal. But Burks is actually a serviceable player. He's just playing out of position. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He's, he's very serviceable, man. You get you bring him in as your second, you know, wing off the bench. Um, he, he's a good serve. He's a serviceable guy, but it's just that you got him your starting point guard. I mean, that's crazy. So super crazy. Shout <sighs> out to BK. BK yo. BK says the final chat says I'm convinced that Tisdale <laughs> <laughs> will stop Alec Burks even after we're mathematically eliminated. Leon Rose needs to step in and play the kid. Yeah, like at this yeah, point, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> at this point, if I'm looking at Emmanuel quickly versus Alec Burks or Alec Burks versus anybody, right? Alec Burks has been shooting. I was looking at the numbers today. Alec Burks has been shooting 30% from the field for like three months. <laughs> it's like he's not been like efficient offensively. I guess the only, well, I guess the switching defense is the only pro to having Alec Burks. But like quickly, whether it's quickly, whether it's Deuce. Like, it's time to make a change. But at least if it's quickly at this yeah, point, you already know quickly is going to get you open shots because, you know, just, just the fact that watch watch Saban quickly. Quickly creates open shots just by running. Yep. Because yep. Alec Burks doesn't run. Alec yep. Burks tries. Right. He tries. <laughs> he doesn't run. You're right. Right. So, like, if you, if you watch uh, Julius Randle and IQ play, do, like, a dribble handoff, and IQ starts to run full speed and gets the ball from, from Randall. Two people go to IQ, and all of a sudden Randall ha- is like all is, is wide open, and IQ just right. simply drops it back to Randall. And then it's up to Randall to make the the right move, which he doesn't most of the time. Exactly. <laughs> and not only that, well, I mean Burks is more of a half court dude, but quickly could get in the open court, you know. So he really pushes it to get in the open court. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not surprised at anything. It's almost because it's so predictable right now. I'm just waiting, like everybody, like you said, let's get Leon to step in when they're mathematically eliminated, which really Tuesday would be. If they lose against Atlanta Tuesday, forget about it. So now they'd have a, 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 a technical mathematical chance, but really it won't. So yeah. at that point, and yeah. then with this nice stretch coming up, they really should be playing Deuce. And, and, and I want to see Deuce, Grimes, and Quick to the floor together. Deuce, Grimes, and Quickly. Yeah, I want to see all three of them. Yeah, and we, then, we, he, we, we yeah, saw it today. Deuce, yeah, but he had, yeah, he was good too. But he had, he at one point, he was running Deuce, uh, Burks, and Quickly when Grimes was out. And that was good. But I think if you put Grimes, I mean, yeah, Deuce, if you put, replace Burks with Grimes and you put RJ out there, I think you're going to see some stuff, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. the, the, the problem has been so far is um, RJ Barrett has been playing with the second unit. And I think that's how I like I I talked about this with um with uh, Ryan before. RJ Barrett with the second unit, he runs better with the second unit because the the, the second unit actually runs. So yeah. a lot of the time, yeah. the the lineup has been quickly, quickly RJ Grimes, Ob Sims, or Mitch or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I feel like Tibbs was kind of hesitant to change that because he because rj's been going more with the second unit for a lot of times in the first unit sometimes and then he'll like he'll take that momentum from playing with the second unit and bring it back to the first uh today what we saw we, we saw the kids what we saw like the nick summer league summer team summer league team run with mcbride iq grimes sims and Obi. Obi. they yeah. ran for a minute and then as soon as mitchell came back 
RJ checked back in the game as well to kind of shadow him. But that Here little that little team actually um, started to cut into the lead. So there's some potential there for for sure. But it's just more are they, it's it's going to be more. Are you going to be willing to cut RJ Barrett's minutes to get Dutes minutes? And that's what Tibbs might be struggling with. Um, now that Dutes is back. But it's like I mean, it's not like I said. If they were 41 and 30, okay, I, I can't say anything. Right. But 30 and 41. Come on, man. I mean, you're 30 and 41. So this this shouldn't even be like something you need to think about. I mean, this should be automatic. Like, okay, I got to make. I mean, even he said, you know, we got to real evaluate everything. Remember that? We got real evaluate everything. You know, we got to look at everything. Yeah. He ain't look at nothing. Nah, he ain't look at nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, you're right. So I mean, uh, it, it, that's the frustrating thing. I I understand he's a competitive coach. I understand. I respect the fact that he wants to win every minute of every game, and 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 he believes in his vets. But at this particular point, it's ridiculous for him to be still doing that when you're not even in the play-in right now. You're yeah. five games out of the play-in. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I still think, dude, I've been, I was saying like three months ago it was going to be deuce time because of the schedule. I was not expecting Tibbs to be so stubborn in not playing, dude, not playing. And, and in fact, tonight, if you, met, you guys remember, um, Mike Breen said, but, you know, they're very high on Deuce. He said it like that. He said they're very yeah. all the staff very high. So if they're so high on them, when is he going to get some minutes, man? Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah man. Oh, yeah. It's about time. It's about time, man. Yeah, salute to the chat, man. I was rocking with the KLT Show. Shout out to Harlem, Stanley, man, Paul B- Butler, uh, T. Williams, Ian Goodbridge, and everybody else is rocking with the show. If you're new, let us know, man. Let us know that you're new. And also, let us know where you're from in the chat. Brooklyn, you're from Queens, you're from... From out of state, Michigan. Let us know in the chat if you shout you out. All right. Uh, we already know that. We already know what Jason is. Next caller up, we got our man Jason from the Lower East Side. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just say this. I'm not even mad about today because I can't say anything that I didn't say on Wednesday already. <laughs> got you. <laughs> I said it all. I mean, this is. I told you they they leaked that news on Wednesday because they knew they were playing the Trailblazers. There's no way they would have leaked that news before today with the with the jobs coming up. You know? This is I mean, anybody that wants to defend Tibbs, it, they can't. It, yeah. There's nothing to say. He's gotta go. I mean <sighs> I don't even know what you, I can't even I'm not I'm not fighting you, dog. I'm not fighting you. You defender. I can't even fight you, man. Like this was... nobody can fight him on that. You can't say yeah. that. <laughs> it's like this is the yeah. stupidest. Uh, that fourth quarter was atrocious, man. Like yeah. I don't understand. You know what's crazy? I think Raw said it too. He just said it. We knew it was gonna happen. Like right. it wasn't a surprise. That's why I can't be mad. Can't like God. Oh, what was he thinking? He, that's Tibbs. That's what you get when you have Tibbs as your coach. God. So next year, it's the exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. He's not gonna change. Who's he gonna change for? I mean, well, that's right. it was, I wonder what they're gonna do with they trade Burks and uh, they're gonna trade Burks and Norrell. What's he gonna do then? I mean, what? I wonder what's gonna happen. They're gonna get I their mean, veterans off the street. He gonna play them forty minutes again. <laughs> Believe he took out. Look, I knew he was going to bring Randall back in because it's Randall and that's Tibbs. 
I was I could I was I want to say I wouldn't say surprised, but I was, I was a little surprised he came out quickly because I, I was, was like because I was like I know this guy is losing it. <laughs> what happened? They lose the game right? They blow it off right right then. Quickly was no. quickly just literally stopped. <laughs> he literally had like a perfect defensive play, scored, and then kick him out the game. Like I don't, yo, I don't get this dude at all. Nah, that's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But what? Just Obi, you nothing about Obi's defense. He was like the way he was flying out to contest shots. It was so much better than what Randall was doing. <laughs> even even Fournier, Fournier looked like his his feet were stuck in mud in the third quarter. Like well, it was a point where they, <laughs> yo, that third quarter run when the, when the first unit was playing defense, it was like I remember Fournier went to double Donovan Mitchell, and then Donovan Mitchell passed the ball out to I forgot who shot an open three, and he had like six years to line up the shot. Evan I know. Fournier was still in the foul line, like it was, chilling. It was Royce. It was Royce O'Neal. It was Royce O'Neal. He's just sitting out there. Okay, let me line this up. Mm, I got five. I got time. Yep. <laughs> right. And then and then Tips calls timeout and then brings out the same starting unit. I'm just like, I don't get I don't understand, man. I, don't I mean, listen, you said that he can't play McBride without cutting into RJ's minutes. That's not true. You can take oh, Bird's minutes. He doesn't have to play starters. He doesn't have to wait till there's three minutes to the end of the That's first true. quarter to stop. That's true. You can run a 10 man rotation and sub guys out earlier. That's true. Yep. Yep, That's and like true. I said today, that who they had out there was they was gonna do some work, man. And he pulled it out. He pulled them. I was like, "Dad, man, I get, yeah, man, <sighs> yeah, man." And you know what happened? You know what happened? I was get, when I saw Deuce and I started seeing them start to make a run. I was I'm getting to the edge of my seat now. So here they go. Here they go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. He was scared to have that. He was scared to have Deuce on. Um, on Donovan Mitchell, that's exactly what that was. He wanted RJ on him. Oh but, my god! But it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for yeah. calling, I mean, Jason. Yeah. Man. Unless you RJ got something else to add job. today. Yeah, RJ did a good job. Dude. You know, he had thirty-six. <laughs> now this is why. This is. I mean, this game is exactly why we all want Tim's to go. A lot of people say, "Why do we want Tim's to go?" Oh, he needs a better roster. No, he doesn't. He had a, a roster that was playing well. You saw the decisions he made. That's why we want Tim's gone. I'm done. Yeah, right. I can't argue. I can't. I can't. I got no fight. No argument. Yes, Anybody man. that's anti tips I got no argument. I, I can't, can't say nothing. I can't. I can't even. I don't. I, I mean, proof. Did you watch the game today? That's all he can man. say. Yeah, watch the game today. And even with Randall, it was like he picks a fight at the end of the game for 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 what? Like I don't. I just don't understand any of this right now. Next caller up. Who do we have? Who do we have, Fritz, man? Big Reaper is up. All right, though. Big Reaper Reaper will come up with the stats to back up everything (laughs) that just happened. He's he's like, defensive field goal percentage is horrible on Randall. I don't know. This is a (laughs) Reaper. Right, Reaper? What are you about to say? (laughs) Well, you know what it is, right? I mean, it's true. You know, it's like I I still can't believe it. It's like, I mean, come on. Think about it. Hey, Raw, have you ever – what was the last time you saw a power forward that's in his position shooting 42% from the field? I mean, power forward. That's, only dudes that are, that are defensive, you know, players that like a Dennis Rob, like somebody that's a defensive player that you don't expect to shoot. But a guy, I've mm. seen nobody that's supposed to be your number one option doing it. You know, Ugh. at least at that size too. You know, um, I can understand if it feels like let's say a, full, a small forward or guard, and you're the number one option, and you're young, and you're shooting forty two. 
I mean, you can understand RJ shooting like, you know, shooting 42%, you know, until he kind of like, he's 21 years old, right? Right, right. But a 28-year-old dude, like he's supposed to be the man, and he's like 6'8", like 250, built like a tank, and you're telling me he's going to shoot 42%? I'm not signing that contract, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, you know, it was an interesting game. You know, I kind of figured they were going to lose. I mean, he was going to do... <laughs> Tizzler's gonna do the stuff he always does. So I mean, I mean he's done that whole the whole year. Uh, kids go for a run. It looks like they deserve to at least play it out, and he just pulls them. So that's just what he does, you know. And so it's, yeah, it's I mean Utah. he just really, you know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of the things where you expect to lose, but then like if you have a chance to win and the coach loses the game for you. That's that's like that's a different type of loss than like they got talent. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's the hypocrisy of it though, right? Yeah. If you play well, he says you're gonna play. If you play well, you're gonna play. He gets guys playing well and he pulls them. Like, yeah. you know, you just, you that's what he does you. all the time. We don't believe you. And then the other thing, the other thing too that like you know um, nobody ever really talks about. I feel like is like, I mean. Uh, Obi is a pretty good, decent defender. I'm not saying he's like, you know, basically uh, Jordan stop or anything or he's going to lock anyone down. But, I mean, like, he has, like, I felt like he hasn't been like uh, like a weak link, you know, the way we all thought he would be. And he actually, has, his numbers look good on the defensive end. And so that's the one thing that, you know, I've kind of liked about him. Uh, funny enough, today I kind of, so I don't, know, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm actually civil analytics. So I have like a, you know, oh, you know, big deal. You yeah, he's civil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were civil. Oh, okay. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might so, know me that, but I know he just started a channel. He's pretty good too, man. Yeah. So I posted, uh, I you know, I posted basically, it was just a meme or whatever, like stats comparing Julius to Obi, uh, Obi Toppins. And just put, you know, basically efficiency stuff like field goal percentage. I put the PER up there, the win shares. And they're both comparable, right? And so people, like, lose their mind and saying, like, I'm handpicking stats. And it's just kind of crazy. To me, it's, like, crazy how, like, a lot of people really ride for Julius, man. It's, it's funny. Like, I had no idea so many people was riding for him. But it's kind of crazy. Even in the face of, like, the stats, people say I handpicked that and, like, I'm slanted. And, like, <laughs> and it's, But it's, like, it's crazy. Julius gets three times the amount of minutes that Obi does. Obi doesn't even get a chance to, like, get a good feel for the game. Obi shoots 51% from the field, right? And everyone acts like, oh, it's all lobs, it's all lobs. That's not true. We've seen Obi put the ball on the floor a few times before. You know, we've seen him actually a couple of times get back, uh, baskets, like, from the post. You know, so it's not like he's not a basket case. Like, he can't play he can't play offense. And also, he's a good passer. Yeah. But, you know, even in the face of stats, it's like, I'm not saying that he can come in and basically carry a team, you know, but, you know, that's not what I'm saying, but it's just like, you know, it's just a simple question, and it kind of basically goes at the fact that, like, Julius is just so inefficient that it's crazy, and it's like, then what are we doing? The one thing I'm 100% sure of that this team is going to do next year, in the next year, especially if Julius is, you know, I think they're going to trade him. There's no way. I mean, why would you have this guy on your squad? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah. that's just losing basketball. He embarrasses the organization every chance he gets. I mean, you guys talked about the fight earlier tonight. And the other thing about with him and, like, and these fights, too, is, like, 
like, it's not even just his own teammate. Actually, sometimes even the teammates, even like, you know, he'll push off and swat the teammates' hands away. He does that also to the staff, which is kind of crazy, you know. And so I'm not sure what the rules are, like, at MSG, but, I mean, most workplaces, you know, like, I mean, you can't just go put your hands on staff, right? So it's kind of interesting that, you know, and he does that regularly. He yeah. puts his hands on the staff like it seems like regularly. The one yeah. time he smacked the guy's computer out of his yeah, hands. Yeah, laptop gate. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So laptop just like, gate. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you guys think about that whole thing? It's just like, I know, you know, this is not basketball and maybe we're veering in the wrong direction, but it's just like, to me, I feel it's, it's kind of crazy to see stuff like that. I've never seen anything like that from any player, you know? Now, I think that's probably the reason why I'm, I'm leaning more and more towards getting rid of him now because it's not even just – like it's is it's more than just basketball to me. Like it's it's culture now. Like I understand yeah. you hate yeah. losing. But yeah. like we all hate losing. But it's like if you don't if you're not gonna hate losing enough to put forth the effort on the court, mm-hmm. but you're gonna but you're gonna but you have enough energy to fight somebody, it's like this to me it's like backwards thinking to me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't get that logic. So I'm just like I at this point I don't know. Like it just seems like it's not worth his mental man. Like his mental is just seems so fragile to me. Like yeah, regardless yeah. of the talent, like even if we're able to to tap into this talent the way we want to, at this point I'm looking at him and I'm going, how long does this last? Because it seems like his his mentality doesn't seem like the type to 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 hold on to that for a long stretches of time before he implodes. That like that's what I'm looking at right now. See, yeah, like, like if he was, if he was Luka Doncic, I I was shrugging and said, "Okay, he's a superstar. Go get rid of that." If he was if he was John Morant, if he was the Joker, and he was and he did and they did the exact same thing that he did, but they they were playing like they're playing now. You can't say anything because he's a superstar. He's acting like he's a superstar, but he's temperamental like a child, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, you, that's not somebody you want to be in the face of your franchise. You don't want that, you know. So. That's I'm just seeing is like if he really was what would he be like if he was really good like all the time I mean he's he's almost like impossible to deal with he he we've seen him not help his teammates up we've seen him saunter we've seen him you know be you know slap you know few out of people's hands we've seen him slap his teammates away I mean he's done so many things to show he is not the face of the guy franchise that you want at a hundred million. I am really, I mean, I respect him as a man. I don't want to be personal with him as a person, but as a basketball player, they do need to trade him. It's, I would like to trade him this summer. Yeah. yeah it's not, a, know, it's not a personal is, shot. It's, it's, more, it's more of the way it is affecting the team. It's, yes. It's, exactly. it's, it's like, I, it's not, if we're supposed to be the leader, it's just a bad example to set for a team. So it's not even right. just a personal shot. It's, it's, it's the attitude as it relates to basketball. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's tantalizing because he got talent, but it's just yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely does, uh, but he just doesn't know how to use it, unfortunately. Yeah. And for me, it's like it kind of like puts also a tips in the flat in the spotlight in these situations. And like I've you know I think I've spoken a few times about like tips in these situations, how he relates to Randall and then the rest of the team. I just think tips is just like, I mean, he's just. Um, with Tibbs, it's not really just X's. I mean, like, I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to act like I know more than Tibbs when it comes to X's or no. Like, I'm not even anywhere there close to, close to that. But I look, you know, the thing about being in New York City is, like, there's so many people watching these games. 
there's so many, you know, people talking about these games. I mean, like, there's no, like, that's why this is one of the hardest places to play. I mean, like, there's so many people talking about it. We're not idiots out here. I mean, like, you know, like, there's every day I spend basically, even when I'm working in the background, there's, like, you know, somebody, there's some kind of, you know, there's something about the New York Knicks playing in the background. And so, and so we see what's going on. And I just feel like Tibbs is just such a bad leader, um, you know, is just the way he treats the players is just not cool. Um, I just think he's just a really bad leader. He he just he doesn't deal with people very well. He's not a lead. And then also the rookies. I mean, like what he did with like McBride for me is like you know like I really get annoyed when like you know teams mess up young kids. You know um, because with McBride, McBride didn't seem like he had an issue on the office event early in the season. Yeah, look at McBride all of a sudden. Like he's like. It's like man, gunshot. It's like what, and and it was all because of that stupid Toronto game where he yeah. took the kid out after like three minutes, and it's just like yeah, he's in the and so it's stuff yeah. like that. Like you know, that really annoys me. People say, oh, like you know, um, you know, you can't ruin these players' screen rises to the top. I mean, that's ridiculous. These are eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old kids. You can ruin these kids, you know, uh, to yeah. act like you know adults who are like in their fifties. I mean, these are eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old kids. Most Kids that age that you see on the street, you know, that, and you look like a grown man, if you give them advice, most kids are going to listen to you. They're going to do what you tell them. You know, if they think you have their best interest at heart, they're going to do what, you know, you tell them to do. And so it's just like, it just really annoys me. That's one of the reasons I don't even want them around anymore because of that. OB, I mean, it's just, it just like, it just goes on and on countless. And then, of course, the whole Kemba Walker thing not even talking to the dude after you, like, how do you demote someone and not even tell them face-to-face? What kind of, like, you know, that's like, yeah. I don't know, that's not a man kind, that's not a way a man is behaved. And I'm, you know, anyway, I don't want to get there. I feel Thank you, you guys for taking my call. I don't want to, you know, I'm I get leaving it because I don't want to get personal with it. So, yeah, uh, I, I yeah you, you guys have a good night. All right, good night. Maybe right. have a good night, Reaper. All right, man. Thanks. Triple Man Linux, check out his channel. He got good stuff going on. Yeah, man. He got a lot of a lot of good stats going on over there. So I was I was watching that earlier today, and I was like, "Yep, that's." I was like, "That's Reaper's voice for sure." Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but shout out, hey, yeah, even um Kenny Payne leaving, I'm like, ouch, because you already yeah. seen people was was crying when Kenny Payne was leaving. I'm just like, man. With Kenny Bain gone, Kenny Payne and first, Woodson, I'm saying, those guys are supposed Woody, to be the... Man. We lost Woody first, now Payne. That's rough. We got, yeah. oh, we got three more callers up? Oh, man, all right, let's get through these callers. Damn. All right, everybody's pissed today and calling on a Sunday. <laughs> all right, we have to try to shorten these calls up a little bit because we got three yeah, callers up today. Yeah, because we'll be here forever. Exactly. <laughs> all right, next caller up, Ken. You want to try to shorten this at least to like at least five minutes. Most five, most five. Yo, minutes. what's going on, Dallas? What's, what's up, Brian G? What's up, all? Hey, I'm guilty of being the one of the people who talks forever, but that's Jay Ellis's fault because he's so pleasant and you know, <laughs> I'm be rude. comfortable. Shut up, Ken. Oh, Get off the phone. <laughs> Get me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes you feel important. You can tell he does good with the ladies, man. That's all I got to Anyway, back to basketball. Oh, man. Um, listen, really, really quick, uh, just on, on, like I said, the tip stuff, um, I don't want to harp on it, but I, I think you guys, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Uh, I think Tiggs is obviously brilliant. 
his people skills are not the best, especially with young players. And I think not having Woodson, there's a reason they hired Woodson and Kenny Payne yep. to be a buffer between him and the players. And you saw this year you lost Woodson and I lost Kenny Payne. So to bring back um, Tibbs, which I think they want to because it's in their best, it's in Leon's best interest to we've let him start the season. They're going to need to find some good assistant coaches. And, and unfortunately, like assistant coaches don't get as much credit, but all the great coaches all have good assistant coaches. If you look at Miami, they've had the same assistant coaches there since freaking Pat Riley took over 20 years ago. So it's not like Eric Spolstra just said everything himself. But anyway, really quick, and I'll get off. Listen, bottom line is you're not going to be a good team if Randall's your best player. And, you know, unfortunately, RJ's going to get there, but he's not there yet. And, you know, we could talk about, oh, this, this, that, this, that. Listen, we don't got the talent. And we thought, like, we talked about Randall is very, it's the way he's, he's acting, you know, like you guys talked about. Yeah, no, so, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, especially him being a fake tough guy and starting fights, and you saw, like, you guys talked about Gobert wasn't even decent with him. But anyway, next year, Somebody's got to go. It's got to be either Obi or Randall. We all want Randall to be gone. Definitely. Because like I said, he's burnt out. I even heard on social media where his wife was beefing with, with some other people. Because they're all up in their feelings about, about the, you know, smoke they get playing here in New York. Like, you just see like Kevin Durant, how he's just nasty to people. And he's in Brooklyn. And he's Kevin Durant. So it's not an easy market. And I think, like I said, Randall's time has come. We got to move on. And as soon as the Knicks are mathematically eliminated, which is coming up soon, that's when we need Leon to step in and be like, yo, you got to start playing the kids. Because today I was really pissed that what did it cost Tibbs to put Deuce in in the first half and see how he would do, right? You didn't have to wait until you know, the game was in hand and give the kid three minutes and then be scared as soon as Donovan Mitchell came out. You could have done it in the first quarter. See how he does. And then if he does, if he cares, okay, then, you know, you can give him a couple more minutes, but... But anyway, you're here there. I know there's other folks on the line, and, and I appreciate the time, guys. You're doing all a great job. Thank you. Have all a good right. night. All yeah. right, man. All right. Salute to my guy, Ken, man. Editor of KOT, show writer as well. Um, yeah, no no complaints here. I agree with everything, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't, I'm I mean, not yeah. with it. <laughs> what, say? I mean, what, can you, what can you say, you know? Yeah, everybody's pretty much echoing the same thing. So it's like, you know. Everybody sees it. That's all. You, that's all you can really say. Yeah, every, everybody, <laughs> everybody sees, sees it. it. Everybody I, sees it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, hey, Woody. Hey, you had one year <laughs> with your automata. I'm pretty sure you had a lot of fun. What would be more fun? Being the head coach of the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! How about you, boy? The line is always open. Shout out to you. And he made it to the um, NCAA tournament this year to Indiana, so you got to congratulate him on that, too. Right. That's Congratulations. That's right. Here's the job in the race. That's right. That's right. That's right. Shoot. You should have never been fired when Phil got here, to be honest with you. All right? Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> it, it, it's fact. should have never been fired. All right. Next caller up. Who do we have up next? Fritz. Let us know what your name is and where you're from. Hello? Hello. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. All right, what's going on, fellas? Raw, Ryan G, Jay Ellis. What's going on, fellas? This is Reg out the BX. What's going Reg. on, Reg? Okay, Reg, what up, Reg? I'm, <laughs> listen, I, I, 
I'm in your comments all the time. Yeah, I know. I recognize the name. I yeah. figure I'd give a call tonight. This is my first time. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm wait, actually wait. chilling wait. at the oh, building. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, wait, yeah. I know who this is. Reg. Yeah, oh, I'm, yes. and I'm about to kick it with y'all. I'm not going to hold you up long. It ain't going to be a long conversation, but um, a lot of my conversation is not going to be what, what you're hearing. A lot of these guys are emotional. I get it. They diehard Knicks fans. I'm a diehard Knicks fan for 35 years. Mm. But I know what it is. I came into the season thinking we were 10th seed anyway, just by the roster. You look at the roster, you compare the roster. What we did last year, I didn't have high expectations, but I thought we'd at least be a player team. Right. Tibbs was the face of the organization coming in the, into the season. We didn't have no face of the, of the organization as a player. Randall wasn't the face because nobody wanted to resign him. RJ wasn't the face because nobody had a lot of confidence in him. We didn't like the 48 pick. I mean, the, the free agency. We didn't like the Kemba move only because it was $8 million. We caught him on a deal. But we knew he was hurt. We knew Rose was, might get hurt. We, we knew all of these things. We was mad at free agency when we, when we were going into the – when we was coming into the season. But we got Kimber, so we got a little more happier what was going on. So we all was in the same boat at the same time. But we was hoping that maybe we can run it back again. Maybe it'll look a little like it was last year. But we, we, we were skeptical. Right. What I'm trying to say, though, in regards to what's going on with this game, Ted's messed it all up when he went ahead and took uh, IQ out, especially when he bought Burks in and he took – Grinds out. I, I see he should have left Grinds in. I thought he was yep. maybe on a minute count, but mm-hmm. he should have left Grinds in the game. Um, he should have definitely left Randall or Fournier on the bench because the rhythm looked so good. Facts. And the way IQ was balling, he was he was showing such high IQ basketball wise, and he was showing that the confidence that he would display in, in his game. I thought Tibbs should have allowed that to continue on because the rhythm was good. RJ was letting IQ get his thing off. He was getting four-point opportunities, three-point fouls on shots. and He was doing his thing. So, Ted, he, he messed up that entire rhythm. I understood where he was at. He's thinking, let me get my starters back in because traditionally that's what you want to do, get your starters back in. Fournier was playing a good game. The defense is not good. But he was, he was shooting. His, his percentages was good. He hit five threes. I understood yeah. we what he was trying, what he was thinking about. I understand what he's thinking about, but in regards to the way that the game was being played, he didn't read it well. He definitely didn't read it well. Yeah, that's the problem. My thing is this: I listen to everybody always scream, "Put the kids in." Deuce need to play. I know you guys are big Deuce fans. I'm a. I like Deuce, and I think if you give Deuce. Bring him along. Bring him along slowly, because Deuce has a lot of work that he has. He he needs a lot of work. His defense is impeccable. I think he's a great defensive player. Offensively, you could tell he's very, very. Uh, he he's not polished. He needs work on that. End. And do you want him to learn in a game? You can, but he's a late second round pick. He's not a high investment. They got their eye on IQ. IQ showing more. So I'm saying you want to work with IQ more. You want to work with RJ more. You want to work with Grimes more. You want to work with Sims. He's a he's the number 58 pick, but he plays like Mitch. So 
he can get in and do what Mitch do. Mitch is a better offensive rebounder, but in regards to what they do, their skill sets is pretty much the same. Deuce, in regards to what he does, everybody else is better than him. That's the only reason why he's not in there. Grimes okay. is better. I mean, Burks is better than Deuce. Okay, okay, okay. Is he is he in, is he in the future? No, but at the, at today, with Tibbs wanting to win, he's better than Deuce. That's why he. Well, don't put this him is the in. thing. This is the thing, Reg. You're you're con- contradicting yourself. First of all, you said Deuce is a late second round pick. He's not. Thirty six is not late. That's early second round. Number two, you said Deuce needs to learn how to polish his game. The Knicks are thirty and forty one. They're not going anywhere. Regardless of what you think about him, since we haven't actually started him more, he has never started more than a game. So since you want to see what he is, this is the time to do it. They're not going anywhere. So you can put him in there and and see what he's doing. That's what I'm saying to you. Let me say say this to you real quick. Deuce, I get it. I want him to get some time. Do I want him to start? No. Because I don't see him jumping quickly. I don't see Deuce jumping quickly. I see quickly starting before Deuce. Why would I jump Deuce over quickly? It, 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 it quickly was here last year. Quickly showed promise last year. Tibbs showed in, in summer league that he was trying to work with IQ because he kind of knew one of these guys are going to get hurt. I need you to really put work in because during the season, I may have to count on you. IQ, he's been working IQ. He hasn't, he hasn't turned away from IQ's role all year. He's been pushing him, learn, learn, yeah, yeah, right. learn. And IQ is now starting, to, he's now starting to turn to where it's like, okay, well, IQ is starting to look like he could be a second-team point guard now. If he keeps working on it, he looks like he would be a second-team. IQ is taking over the game against the Utah Jazz in the fourth quarter. Deuce is not ready for that right now. So why would I say start Deuce over IQ? This is the thing. Again, let me tell you this. IQ has been allowed to play unlimited minutes through his mistakes. He stunk until after the All-Star game. So that's why he's being what he is now. Deuce has never gotten the opportunity. What we are saying in terms of what you're saying about what you think Deuce is and what I'm saying about what I think Deuce is is irrelevant if neither of us have seen him play actually for any stretch of time without yeah. looking over his shoulder. So we have a uh, he has seen, this, we, have seen, we have seen we have seen IQ and I'm play gonna, I'm gonna let one you go. Coach, what? Let me go ask ahead. you this. And I get what you're saying. No, you, you said you play get it. I don't think you do though. But go ahead. I know I get it because I know basketball as well as you do. You know basketball. I'm not I don't I don't get an argument about, about who knows basketball. I'm just saying to no, you. No, that no, 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 no. Listen we to don't what know I'm saying. What the kids, we don't know just what listen to what I'm saying. Just listen to what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is this. If I'm looking at two gentlemen and I'm saying y'all two may be able to play point guard for me, but I got one guy that was here with me last year and he looked good last year. And I have a, a second rounder coming in who's not a first rounder, who's not coming in with accolades, who's not – and I watched Deuce at West Virginia last year, and I know what his potential is. But in regards to pecking order, if he's not taking this man's spot, if he's not bumping him out the way, if this kid is still looking like he, 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 he has something for me and I want to try to make him into something, 
Why am I going to say, okay, let me stop with you and go let this other kid get in the game? I think you're getting caught up in the starter. Let's just take the start out of it. Let's say you start IQ. All I'm saying is you could end up playing do still 25, 30 minutes. It's the starting thing is not the important thing. But you're missing my point when you say you're getting. You're not because I'm saying you need to give the kid minutes. He's not getting them. Yeah, he doesn't and, have to start to get them in. Yeah, and we're going in circles right now, so I'm, I'm, we're going to yeah, stop the conversation yeah, right I, there. Right, so all we're going in circles right now. But shout out to, uh, thank you for calling in, Rich. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the <laughs> only thing I'll say is, and I keep saying this, and I said this before, I don't even think it should be IQ versus IQ versus um, Deuce thing. It shouldn't it should be. be That's IQ not even the point. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, That's I, what I'm feel, trying. I don't think he get, He kept saying, I get it, but you're not getting it. It's yeah, not yeah. either or. You should be playing them both together. You should be yeah. playing them both. And and here's the other thing about it too, like, and I said this on the program. I do feel like Deuce has to figure out how to find his niche on the offensive end, and like he he doesn't he has problems kind of creating separation on the offensive end. But I also know to Ross' point that he hasn't had he hasn't gotten the leash to try those things out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That that, I mean, that that game where he had he had 19 points versus he he had 19 points versus Houston. The next game he plays Toronto. He only plays four minutes, and he never gets he never even sees the floor again. Right. He's G League after that. Right. Yeah. So it's like, so I feel like there has to kind of be an in between. You can't go from wow you have 19 points, then you play four minutes, and then you don't see the floor for a month. Like that's ridiculous. Have him at least have him play five ten minutes a game. To like, cause I, I kind of do feel like the aggressiveness kind of got lost once he was kind of relegated to another role. And then even when he's been playing these last these last few games, he hasn't really been touching the ball. He hasn't. He hasn't. He's been more tentative. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's been yeah. something lost with the with the quick hook. The, same, now, the thing is, yeah. I'm sorry, but the the thing is, brother, is that I believe. That eventually Deuce would be. The, I believe he's a better point guard than Quickly, and I'm not saying Quickly's bad. But even if you don't agree with me, all I'm saying is you start. Okay, start quickly, and then have Deuce come off the bench for Quickly or for or with Quickly, and then play him 25, 30 minutes, and let's close games and see them play together. I think over time, at the very least, you'll see what you have with Deuce McBride. You know, you'll see what you have, whatever it is, and then you give him like what we got 11 games left. Give him 11 games. Let's see what happens. Right. I mean, we're not going anywhere. So if you're playing him 25, 30 minutes a game, and, and you play him 11 games, I'm saying you will see. To me, I always believe the cream rises to the top. Yes, quickly has gotten a lot better. Yes, he's, he's going to be a valuable piece for the Knicks. But we don't even know what Deuce is. He could be you put them two together, you got something. You don't even know. But yeah. you haven't tried it yet. And be reason you haven't tried it because this coach refuses to allow it to happen. Yeah, he's got to try other things, and that goes yeah. for Obi too. That goes for Obi too. That goes for Cam when he was healthy. That yes. goes for a lot of these guys who never yes, really got does. a real shot. Yes, it does. So yes, it does. All right. Yeah. You got something else to say, Ryan? No, the only thing I was going to add is that you know it, it is kind of weird because the way Thibs uses McBride now, it's like McBride barely even touches the ball on offense, and he's supposed to be a point guard. Like, he's a point guard coming out of West Virginia, so you would think the point guard would have the ball in his hands, but Tibbs barely puts the ball in his hand, and like you said, against Houston, he scored 19 points. So clearly, there's something there in McBride in running the team, and he, and, and, and in that game, he was playing alongside quickly, quickly as well. So it's like, 
based on that game in Houston, and and he and he had like a couple of other performances where he played pretty decent as well. It's like, okay, when he's on the court, why not give him a chance to at least run an offense from time to time instead of just having him as like, you know, basically a wing. That's you know true. when he, you know when he's not when he's not a wing, he's a point guard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, so it's like you know. Give him more chances, you know. You know what I mean to show what he can't do on offense. You know, like you know, we we've, we've been saying that like Knicks are thirty and forty one. The Knicks are not going to make the playoffs. So experiment a bit, like change up things a bit. You know, give give players a chance to show what they can do. You know, not you know, like I'm glad he gives McBride some minutes, but it's like that. But it's like all McBride does is like he might touch the ball once and like dribble it like for like two seconds and then passes off to Randall or pass it off the IQ, then just go to the corner. It's like, come on. Like, at least give him a chance to do something different. At least, you, you, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, you're right. And if, like you I just, said, if you made him part of the rotation where you start, okay, I'm just going to say, start I, Emmanuel quickly. Start it. And then let's say at, you know, seven, a, after seven, eight minutes into the quarter, put Deuce in there. And they let him run together. And then you start a Deuce in the second quarter with quickly. I mean, if you run it like that, over time, they will play together differently than him just standing in the corner. It will just naturally happen. It's an organic thing. And I can see that coming, but he Tibbs is just not giving him the time to do that. Yeah. 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 Pretty much it. And uh, sort of, I, I wasn't I was letting the conversation run, but hold on, shout out to first of all. I saw uh Ron, my my guy Ron was there. Shout out to Ron, man, if you want to call in to Ron from the Man 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 show. Uh, okay. Gonna call in, you can oh, Ron Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Ron Cleveland. Okay. I don't know. That, I don't okay. even know if he's next or not. He said Ron. I saw um, Fritz say Ron is next, but that might be him. Who, should, who knows? But call him if you want to, Ron. I know Nick's Nation want to hear from you. And uh, Adele Chapman sends a two dollars super chat. So shout out to you, Adele. He says any incentive for Mitch to do a sign a tra- sign and trade? Um, I mean, it's there's incentive all over the place, man. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. If they traded Randall, I think Mitch would stay. You think so? You think Randall? Yeah, because it wouldn't be a money issue. You could have him there, and he would. I, I think he would get touched the ball more, and he and that's one of his beefs. He's not touching the ball enough. Yeah, that, that could be. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel yeah. like he does want to touch the ball more for sure, but um, I don't know. I feel like the problem might be more Noel and stuff because Noel, he got he's, he got nine million dedicated to Noel. Yeah. That could be his. That yeah. could be Mitch money. Yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they sending him out. That nine is gonna be free because they sending him out. Exactly between the well and Burks, that could be Mitch money. Not not all Mitch money, but at least partially. You know some of it. Yeah, that's eighteen million. That is eighteen million free money right there. Once you you know get rid of them, so I mean you could. I mean Mitch is like we're still talking between twelve and fourteen for Mitch. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Next call up, we got Ron from Baltimore. What's going on, Ron from Baltimore? What do you have to say? What's up? What's up, Jay Ellis? How you doing? All right, what's going on, Ron? Hey, man, salute to your star-studded panel. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, All right, Ron. I um, I'm calling in because um, I don't understand why IQ got pulled. I agree with all the callers that have called in. I, I'm, to me, I look at this as he the play right when he got pulled. He got a defensive stop on Clarkson. Exactly. He threw it out to Obi. He threw it out to Obi for a dunk. You needed defense and you needed playmaking. IQ was getting to the line. I didn't even care that he missed two free throws. Yeah, it stinks because he's a great free throw shooter, but we were fine. We were only down four points. Right. Like, I don't, 
I don't, I don't, I thought Obi was fine. I thought Obi was taking the right shot. I thought, I, I even thought McBride, the three minutes, I didn't like when he got taken out. I mean, yeah, I understand you bring RJ in, and there was a mistake with him and Sims. I don't know whose fault that was. It looked like it was Sims' it was fault. Sims, RJ yeah. was mad. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought Deuce was fine. I don't think Deuce could have right. I need guys that can defend. Defending is more important than offense, but IQ can do both. Look, I understand IQ streaky. I understand he's not a traditional point guard. He can do point guard things, and I like him. In my opinion, he is better playmaking than Burks. Burks Amen. is better off the yep. he, Burks is better off the ball. He's better off the ball. Like he's so out of position. Burks is not a guy that should be creating at the top of the key. He should be just catch and shoot with Derrick Rose. So he could be Michael Jordan again. He was Michael Jordan last year closing for us because he's <laughs> off the ball. He was. Yeah, and he, and, he, and, our, and he was in my. He was on. The, he was off the bench too. And I, and to me, that's his strongest spot right there. Facts. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, so my my thing is this. I'm in agreement. Moving. I know Tibbs won't do it because he's stubborn. But my I'm in favor of IQ playing 30 plus minutes a night, letting Deuce play back up. I, I, I to me, he needs reps. Yep. IQ, if he fails or succeeds, it doesn't matter. I'm looking at young guys across the league. Like Tyrese Maxey, to me, is farther along in his, right now than IQ because he's playing more. Yeah. He's playing more. Yeah. He's playing through mistakes. You ha- like To me, there's no reason why IQ, IQ – he can be a Tyrese Maxey. I'm not saying he's Tyrese Maxey because Tyrese Maxey, the handle's a little bit better. The finishing is better. But IQ needs to – to actually, it's not just practice. I'm not a practice. Look, I, I, I'm just a, a crazy fan that has a, a YouTube channel, Latrell Sprewell is the American Dream, and I call into shows. <laughs> but, but what I'm telling you is that I believe IQ is, is not playing enough. In my opinion, he's, I know he's streaky with the shot, but if he plays more and actually works on getting in the paint and thinking the game, because sometimes he rushes and takes crazy shots, but if you get better coaching and he can actually play 30-plus minutes, think the game like a point guard, he's our best option. I'm not saying he's the future starting point guard of the I, team, I agree but I'd mean. like to see him play 30-plus minutes. It's not The season is over. Just play the young uh, – play IQ – Play the people. You say it's about you have to earn your minutes. IQ earn, earn the right to finish that game, not to pull him and then bring him back and do crazy stuff. That was our shot. Yep. So I, I got nothing more, Jails. I appreciate your time, man. I'm just very upset. I'm, the season has been a disaster. The only good thing is RJ's really gotten better, although his efficiency is not good because he, he really shouldn't. He, he's had to do we're, – we're, we're asking him to do a lot of crazy things, so the efficiency isn't good, but I, his approach is correct, and he, he, he's proved me wrong in a lot of ways. Like yeah. he's, a, he's a fighter. He's good. But um, we are missing a lot of stuff. The front office is the most to blame. Tibbs has to learn how to adjust. Or uh, I'm I'm very scared about bringing him back because he's very stubborn. But um, we ha- we we have to pray, man. Uh, Randall's drives me nuts mentally. He's got to be better. I don't know who's got to how he gets that. I think some of it you have to you can learn, but some of it he doesn't have and has to grow. He has to accept that he he has to get better in certain areas. Because I want Randall. I like Randall because of what he did for us last year. I don't forget. Like, people just throw Randall aside and say, like, last year never happened. Look, there were no fans in the stands. Yes, Randall shot incredible. I think that was some of it. But I give him credit. He came back a better player. Yes, a lot of things went our way. But Randall's clearly regressed. And it's not, like you said, it's not just the basketball stuff anymore. 
So, so if he wants, if he, we need to have a serious conversation about Julius Randle moving forward. I know they got to make tons of moves, but the number one question I have is: Is Julius Randle? Yes, guys can take pressure off of him, but can he actually improve in the other areas of his game? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I got nothing left, but thank you. All right, man. Appreciate Thanks, you. Man. Man. Rapid fire, yeah, hit all the points. Ex- bop, excellent bop, call, bop, man. Bop, bop, excellent bop. call. Hit them all. Excellent call. Well, yeah. well put together. Yeah, pretty much summed up the whole yeah. episode in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and and, and um, <laughs> and, and they asked Tom Thibodeau. Tom Tom Thibodeau explains putting Alex Burks back in with four forty eight to go oh, in the fourth that. quarter. Oh my god! Yeah, so this is what Thib says. Oh yes, please. Just to get our starters back, and I felt he had gone a pretty good stretch. I knew I could bring him back, so he was going to come out for a couple of minutes, which is what I was thinking at that time. Just to bring the starters back. Just yeah, to bring the starters answers. back. And he, and he was going pretty good. Ready, was he? What was he? Negative what? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alec Burke. Uh, look look, look up how good was he doing. Let's so look up Alec Burke. Good. Alec Burke was only negative 17. And I guess that is good. He's only negative 7. Yeah, like only, it's like uh, a couple of threes early and then. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, going pretty so good. I, so, uh, yeah. so I guess it, it doesn't matter what the bench does. At the end of the day, it's all about just getting the starters just back getting in the game. Just right. getting the starters back in the game. Just right. getting this. Tisby Tibbin, man. Oh, my gosh. Tisby <laughs> hard. Next, this, this next, next caller up, man. Next caller up. Um, let us know what your name is and where you're from. What do you want to talk about? Hello, gentlemen. This is uh, Mike from Michigan. What's going hey, on, Mike? Mike? I, I, my man, Mike. Man. Yeah, good. Hey, I call all, call all y'all, you know. Uh, at the same time tonight, it's good to have the full cast. Man, you know, I, don't I think know. Uh, <laughs> last time I called, it was only a couple of y'all. Facts. So, Love yeah, salute, salute to Alice. Raw, salute Raw. I've been uh, waiting to catch you, man, and let you know that uh, what you're doing outside of the Knicks on your channel, man, is life-changing, and it, it, it's had an impact on me, man. So, salute to you on that. Oh, man. Ryan G. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, yeah, Ryan G., salute. Salute to you too, brother. You know you yes, weren't here sorry. last time I called, so it's, it's good to catch you all in. All right, so in rapid fire mode, uh, first thing I'm gonna say is this: as far as Tibbs go, uh, to reiterate what the last caller was saying, I- I'm really worried about that too, man. I'm worried about him going forward. Um, as far as the development of our young talent, because what I'm looking at, and, and you know, kind of going back to the the previous caller before that, as far as the the, the Deuce McBride minute. And, and developing our young talent is at, at this point, like Raw was saying, if, if he never plays and we don't really know what we have in him, we're just gonna keep saying we need another point guard. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we're just it's it's like we're 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 wasting assets if we don't see what we actually have. You know, and then we just we invested another point guard and you know, maybe he plays under Tibbs. If we get another point guard, it's all, a young point guard. I can't even see like to me, I won't be disappointed if we bring in another young point guard. Now, Max. if we get a veteran or something like that, that might be yeah. all right, I guess, you know, cause depending on where Derrick Rose is at coming back. But if we get another young dude, man, that's just going to be a waste. That's yeah, going to be a I waste, agree. and I'm going to be yeah. disappointed. I agree. Yeah. Unless a young dude is, like, light years. Unless he's, like, some generational talent young point yeah. guard. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not going to be honest. I don't, want, I don't want him. Like, for what? 
Right. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Like, like if like if he's not a John Moran type, it's like why? Right. What? Exactly. <laughs> and I, w- I agree with the caller. Uh, I would not mind if they got a ve- like not a veteran like an old dude. Like if they traded for Dejounte Murray or they traded for Donovan Mitchell. Okay. All right. We we did we good. But if you're telling me you're gonna draft a guy. Or you gonna get a guy that's you know a rookie? I mean, come on, man, come on. For what? I feel like we're gonna move our pick, man. I, I feel like I feel like this might be the year that we it makes more sense than ever to move the pick. I think they will, though. I think they're going to. Like he's, uh, he's I agree. He, he, said, I agree. he said if he was betting that he bet they would do it. Facts. Well, sorry, uh-huh. he going, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because as far as what we, I agree as far as moving that pick off, but because as far as what we have right now on the roster. I don't feel like we have a bad roster. Uh, I, like I, we don't have any glaring holes in the roster to me outside of you know figuring out that point guard situation. Um, to touch on you know going forward, the Mitch thing. I, I hope we keep Mitch, um, but you know I'm I'm confident in what we have in Sims. If we lose Mitch, that you know somewhere down the line, you know we, we're not going to be totally lost at center as far as Sims being able to come in and, and give us some of what Mitch is giving us. Uh, already, so I'm good with that. Um, last thing I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna get up out of here, and uh, let you guys get to the next caller. Uh, as far as the Randall thing, I always got to end on that. Um, it, at this point, uh, it's not even about, you know. And I hate to sound like I'm at, to touch on what the guy said before too. As far as appreciating Randall, I, I appreciate what the man did for us last year, no question. And 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 for me to say, you know, you know, pay him and get him up out of here. That's you know I'm giving him his respect. You know he deserves he deserves his contract that he got. You know, but we also deserve a better product on the floor as far as our team and as far as the leadership. He he's failing us right now as far as that leadership role. And I feel like you know I put it in the chat earlier. You know RJ has a better on floor demeanor than Randall as far as leadership goes. Absolutely. Now I understand he has a reputation as far as his work ethic off the court, and that's cool. And that's you know, that's big because not everybody has that as far as, you know, the NBA players are concerned. So I respect that too. But as far as that on-floor demeanor, and between him and Tibbs, it, it, it's making – it seems like it's making our culture it, – it's kind of counterproductive to that culture we were trying to build. It's making it somewhat toxic to have that guy as the lead guy when he's unstable on the floor outside right. of just going for his numbers sometimes. And then you got Tibbs too who, you know what I'm saying, preaches you earn what you get. But then you got this guy out on the floor just, you know, so it doesn't make sense. And I can see where you lose the, the youth that way. So, yeah, that's where I'm at on that, man. Appreciate y'all taking the call. And, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm going to sit back and listen from here. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks. Uh, shout out to my guy Mike. He's a, he's a regular right. player, man. Hey. Shout out to you. Yeah, um, it would hurt to, to lose to, to lose Mitch for sure, man. I feel like Mitch is, Mitch is uh, done well for himself. And, and some people be like, well, Mitch – he he only performs well against other centers and not the top centers in the league. I mean, well, there's only like three top centers in the league, and he performs well against the other, you know, 27. So, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and he does all right against the top guys too. Not all the time, but that's why they need the top guys. You know, yeah. I mean, he does all right against some top guys. Today well. wasn't so, it though. Today was yeah. no, I mean, not today. It wasn't one of his best games today. But I, I um, think. Yeah. You know, I just want to say, I think sometimes people forget that we drafted Mitch in the second round, and when he was drafted in the second round, he was raw. He didn't play no college basketball that year. He was basically out a year after his high school year, mm-hmm. and we got him raw. And the fact that he's, what, he's like, what, 22, 23 right now? Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and, yeah, and, and it's his third season? 
from being a raw player coming into the league to where he is now, like, you can't expect him to just be dominating, like, Rudy Gobert and dominating, yeah. like, Joel Embiid and guys like that. Like, he's still developing. He's still learning the game. And the fact that he's gotten this far already. It's crazy. It's like, why not give him a chance to develop further and see what we got in Mitch? I yeah. mean, Mitch is, Mitch is like, 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 like we said. Yeah, Mitch might not dominate the top centers in the league, but he's dominated the other 20-something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, and he and he's just gonna he's gonna be twenty four this uh, next month. He's gonna be twenty four, but he's still young, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's man. Still young, man. Top, sure. I think he's I think he's reached top four in blocks, number two in offensive rebounds. Yep. in the league, and that's all from a second round pick who who right. hasn't fully developed. He's like well, three nope. or four years away from being in his prime. I think, I think we'll see him about two years, three years, and he'll be a, a really on another level. I, I could see that coming. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I definitely yeah. feel you. Um, yo, yo, shout out to BK to BK. BK sent a final super chat before, and he was asking about Looney. Uh, Kavon Looney from from from, um, from yeah from Golden State. He was asking Kavon about Looney. Yeah, Kavon Looney. Yeah, like he 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 sent the super chat as I was ending, and it came through after the show ended. And I didn't forget you, BK. I was waiting for you to come back. <laughs> I was waiting for you to come back to the show. <laughs> But he was like, "Would you mind going after Looney uh, if we were um, able to catch, unable to hold on to Mitch?" I think we could do better because the thing is, is that if we don't have Mitch, I am very comfortable with starting Jericho Sims, and but I would like to have a veteran behind him, you know. Like, and, but and I think we could do better. I'd like like a, if we could get like um, the guy that the the Nets have now. Um, uh, Claxton? No, 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 no. The veteran guy. Um, oh, Drummond. Drummond, get a Drummond, get somebody like that, get Drummond, Dwight Howard, somebody that's a backup, right. that's a veteran that can, you know, help help him, you know, help him learn and be and be solid, be healthy, and uh, yeah. So I'm just, to me, I, I'm very comfortable with, with letting Jericho Sims be the starter if if Mitch walks, but I, I would like to have a solid veteran backup behind him. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. I'm kind of with you yeah. on that. And, Somebody um, that's not gonna cost a lot of money. Looney's undersized. He's like six nine. You know, I mean, I'd like somebody a little bit bigger, just a little bit bigger, man. Somebody a little bit more experienced. Yeah, and you know me, you already you already know my target. My target, my target is is, is the bomber, man. Give me, give yeah, me, right. Give me, <laughs> yeah, give me a stretch. Give me a stretch five. Who can make things easier for I just RJ? Like Bomber game, period. The whole thing, the blocks. The, yeah, the, the blocks. The protection, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the movement, the, the shoot, everything. I like Bomber, and I don't yeah. know if he's. I can't say he's um injury prone because he's not been hurt, but he hasn't played a lot either. You know. Right, and I feel like his three point shooting has gone up since um since All Star break too. I, I think he's been shooting like forty percent. Yeah, I like Bomber. No, you, I'm with you. I'm one hundred percent with you on that. If, if if Mitch walks, my first target would be Bomber. I want. I want to see if we can get him. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Shouts, shouts to state too because I've been talking. I've been talking about Bamba since last summer. I've been talking about some- Bamba since since um since uh the Knox years. When- <laughs> I don't remember Ryan. I was talking Bamba. about. I think you wanted Bamba in the draft, didn't you? Yeah, I did want Bamba in the draft. Yeah. He was yeah, one of the yeah, guys yeah, I yeah. wanted. But I'm very happy that we got Mitch, and you know, I'm very happy we got Mitch, and it was and it was cheaper. So I, I well, actually I, I don't mind that we got Mitch over, and instead of Bamba, back you up, JLs. He's shooting forty eight percent from three over the last ten games. That's crazy. Woo! That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, give me Bamba. Give me 
that yeah. RJ RJ to the lane all day long. Who yep. who he stop who's stopping him? Nobody. Yep. <laughs> Nobody. Stretch five. Yep. Let's go. I'm with it. Ace yep. of Space says Javel McGee. Uh, okay. Javel McGee. Right, right. Uh next call. Jackson the fool ain't coming in. He wasn't wearing rings, man. He can he the rent a ring, man. He wants to get a ring. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh yeah. Also he he touched on Julius Randle not forgetting him. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like it took me a long time to even get to this point on Randall because of what he did last year. Because I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, forget what people did for me either last year or whatever. So I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. But it's like, man, yeah, the, the it, attitude has gone too far for me. Nah, to me, I got to look at the whole body of work. Last year, appeals, he's in his eighth year. Last year was an anomaly. He's yeah. actually playing now like he's played the other seven years. You know, and so only thing now he got a hundred million and he's acting like it. You know, so yeah, it's that's, yeah. That's the only problem. To me, it's the to me it's more the, like if if Randall because right now what is Randall at right? He's he's what he's like twenty ten five on the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Randall's making is twenty ten and five on the year. He's making what twenty what twenty seven million or twenty six. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's gonna be making it. Yep. Like all right, he's inefficient. Cool. If it was just that. Then and without the attitude, I'd probably be more willing to, to like work with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but it's it's the 2010 and five, and then the stuff that's coming along with it is is, yeah. is a little bit much for me. Like yep. no, you right, right. Like you tell me, yo, hey, Ellis, you get somebody 2010 and five. You you know he might not be super efficient, but you know we get him a point guard and a stretch five. We can work with that. I'm like, you know what? I might roll the dice on that. But the attitude is like it's an enigma for me, man. Like I don't know what you're gonna get with this guy. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. You don't know night to night what you're gonna get. And you name any other guy that's the number one or number two guy on their team, all of them. You know what you're gonna get every night from them. Yeah. Our guy is not like that. You, you just don't know what you're gonna get from night to night. You don't know what kind of effort you're gonna get. You don't know what kind of attitude you're gonna get. You, you can come in smiling and rocking, or you can come in fighting and arguing. We just never know what you're gonna get from him. Right. If you got the, if you got the effort on the defensive end, and and we got like a better attitude, then I'd be like, you know, let's roll the dice. But like, this this I don't know. The other part of the other part to his game, like the the mental part is is throwing me. It, it, yeah. It just, yeah. All right. Agree. Agree. Next caller up, we got Fritz. My man Fritz. Yep. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? What up, yeah, man? Actually, I was just, I'm, yeah, you set me up uh, quite well because that, that's what I was going to talk about is Julius uh, Randle and antics. So, I mean, at the point, I don't think they can't keep ignoring the problem because it's not, it's not going away. Like, first, I thought. You know, maybe he was going through something early in the season. Hey, it's gonna it's gonna correct itself. Right. But Me too. The Knicks need to really rein him in. Um, like it's not harmless to be acting like that. Like you saw a few games ago, he bumped into an official. I mean, he's he's created a reputation, and like, and and the bad thing about it is not only that he did it, is that the Knicks didn't say anything. Right. <laughs> And and you know it's bad when nobody says anything. Like you know, you know there's real problems when when other teammates are walking on eggshells. They've seen it before. They've seen worse than we than we're seeing in public. Yep. Yep. 
And I think the, the Knicks really re- need to really rein that in because it's going to kill his value. There are teams that just won't trade him if this is if this is what he's putting out. I don't care. Twenty ten and five. Twenty ten and five it won't matter. Yeah. Um. Once you once you accept this kind of behavior, you're showing that he's not in control, and you're showing that you're not in control. Yeah. And the Knicks the Knicks are dodging bullets because I'm I'm saying all all these interactions. They seem small, like oh no, that's no, that's no big deal. A little thing with a staffer, but had it been a female staffer, Nick would be front page. Yeah. Nick would be national news. Nick, Nick be in a world of trouble if that would have been a female staffer or a female official. Like Nick's really need to like nip it in the book. It's like they're they're really like flirting with disaster. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything that's that egregious. But like when you see that, when you see that he just don't care, like what's he gonna do? Yeah, that's a, that's that's all I'm really saying. Yeah, at like this point. I, I know it's kind of scary because like he can really like he can really do something, you know, even by accident, just be acting stupid that can really like ruin ruin the franchise. And the next really needs to like, hey, um, you know what? Like, hey, we don't talk to officials. Period. Like, right. Like, knock that down. Right. Like, right. I, I, some coaches have done it. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not like um, for them to say, hey, we don't talk to officials. Like, whoever does this is gonna get fined. Like, that's. I think that's where they need to go with it. Because he, he obviously doesn't know where the line is. <laughs> Yeah, Creed, man. Yeah. I can't say that. He's he's on point. I can't say that. Yeah, it's like he had this little resurgence that's happening, and it's like, all right, if he kept that up, cool. If you have a down game, you have a down game. But like the res- the, the the attitude is 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 really the tipping point for me. That's all I say about that. Yeah, and and the response is the response bothers me too. Like when he does it, it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, no, like y'all y'all need to stop that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I agree, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, if, like, remember a, a few games ago when he bumped the official, like, if, if he'd gotten to the official, like, like, cleanly, he would have been out for a couple, a couple, a couple games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they were going to find, I thought he was going to get suspended already just for what he did. I thought he was going to get suspended, but they did. Yeah. They just yeah. find yeah. They call yeah. it incidental, so, so that's, that's what yeah. really, yeah, yeah. that's what it yeah. was. I don't think he meant to hit him, but. He he, he he I don't know, he got angry, he gets blinded sometimes, I guess. Like he doesn't know what's happening around him. He needs to like he needs he needs he needs the the, yeah, that, the the Ron Baker not the Ron Baker, the Ron Artest sports psychiatrist or something, man. Cause, like, um, something. Something. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean I'm just like I'm just like it's I mean it's like a disaster waiting to happen. It's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yo, thanks for this, man. Thanks so. for for timing in. <laughs> Salute, man. All Always right. Good to hear from Fritz. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good to hear from Fritz, man. Shout out to Fritz. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the show, man. 80, 80, 80, well, 81 in the chat or whatever. If you like the channel so far, peace of the like, subscribe button. We're here after every game. So today we had the full crew, so it was nice to have the full crew today. 
Next yeah. game up is what's the next game, guys? Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Tuesday. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, is it at the Garden or is it at Atlanta? Uh, gotta check. <laughs> I feel like it's at the Garden. I feel like the yeah, because the Knicks, yeah, the, the Knicks came up for like a long road yeah. trip. Yeah, they can even hit the road again for a minute though, right? I think so. So yeah, Tuesday is a really big game. This is one of those do or die games. Uh, yeah, to me, this is this is really a do or die. It's on TNT though, so that's positive. National TV, the Knicks play good on national TV. Yeah, we do, and we had we've had the Hawks number, but the next few, yeah. the Hawks and then the Hornets. Back there's to a back three game, is pretty. There's three games road trip. Mm. Then there's the Hornets, Miami, and Detroit. Then you come home, Chicago, Charlotte, Atlanta. I mean, Cleveland. That's rough, man. <laughs> yeah, like joke. mathematically, I feel like this week might be the week. Yeah. If after yeah. this like week. Said, they lose to Atlanta. It's going to be pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but then if you move to Atlanta and then the Hornets the next day. Because oh, you're both you're chasing both of these teams. Yeah, that's right. Directly. So Yeah. But we we played well against Atlanta so far. We played well against Atlanta. We kinda we have had, had the number this, this year. Yeah. You know, we have. Yeah, we most have. definitely. And same and Randall likes to play against them, man. So Oh yeah, he definitely does. So we <laughs> might get the best Randall versus the Hawks. Yeah. True. The Hornets. Don't, under, don't underestimate Nick McMillan though. He know how to make adjustments, unlike certain people. So we'll see what yeah. happens. <laughs> True, uh, Kevin yeah. Knox revenge game too. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! The Kevin Knox revenge <laughs> game. Like Kevin Knox revenge oh. game. Oh man, I wish we had Cam for that game. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, yo, all right. That is our show, man. It's a good time to wrap it up. It's got it's been a little longer than I thought, but yeah, callers today. We have the full squad today. So good show, good show all together, man. Good guys. Good oh, to have everybody right. back, oh, man. Right. I miss you guys, right. y'all. all right man all right man all right raw let them know where they can find you sir okay raw hebrew remnant on youtube and raw hebrew remnant repping on patreon all right cool ryan g let them know where they can find you sir you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I. And you can also find me at Sir G's Corner where I post videos talking about sports and the Knicks. I've been on a hiatus lately because I've been busy, but I'm going to get back on that soon. And you can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Okay. Yeah, you can find, you already know, get the merch. Get the merch at nicktimeshow.com. Slash catalog, you get the the orange and blue and the black and white Knicks KOT hats. Follow us on all social media: the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nigga Time Show on Instagram, and Nigga Time Show on Facebook as well to catch those articles. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us there as well. All right, that is our show. Good job, gentlemen, as always. All right. Mm-hmm. All and right. you already know, right. you already know the deal. You already know, know the deal, man. As always. Shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, all right? Shout out to World Wide West. We out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> 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 <